Ah, the future. A realm of limitless possibilities that perhaps only Nostradamus could predict with any degree of certainty. Until now, that is. Welcome to Planet Mundus. Og lige nu her på DR1 sidder Tine Goethe klar til at præsentere TV-avisen. Hier ist das erste deutsche Fernsehen mit der Tagesschau. The January blues have barely slipped away and already we have been offered a glimpse into what 2016 may hold. The tragic deaths of much-loved musicians, severe weather events, armed militias in Syria, armed militias in the US, drugs in sport, a deadly health virus, an ongoing refugee crisis, an ongoing Middle East crisis, an oil crisis, a Chinese economic crisis, bluster from North Korea, bluster from Donald Trump, bluster from people talking about Donald Trump. God, what a month we've had so far. In this Planet Mundus short, our expert journos put their integrity on the line by attempting to predict some of 2016's key happenings. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your hats, and here we go. Hands, over to you. The year 2015 ended like this year started, with a big, unwanted and tragic bang. Paris experienced the terror from ISIS in Europe first, right in the heart of France. Munich just escaped the catastrophe, but then it hit Istanbul. Then Jakarta. Do we get used to that? Do we have to get used to that? Will ISIS continue, fall apart or stagnate? The Middle East molds to the problem child of the world. If the international community turns a blind eye on the caliphate, I believe the region is in danger to become a failed state like Somalia or the Central African Republic. Though it's understandable that no one wants to go all in after so many countries threw the tomahawk at Afghanistan in 2001 and Iraq in 2003 without great success. Those who could bring al-Baghdadi to a halt are busy with their own problems like upcoming elections, economy and migrants. Welcome to a year of more human rights violations, terror attacks and maybe another no-go area in the world. Jeez, that's a depressing one, Hans. Looks like continued turmoil in the Middle East then. 2015 was a tough one for Europe, starting with the victory of Syriza in the Greek elections and ending with the closing down of borders in the face of an unprecedented migrant crisis. What do the cards predict for Europe then this year? Kim? Hey John, I need to tell you I am unfortunately very pessimistic about Britain and the European Union. So I am predicting that Britain will leave the EU after you Brits hold your referendum on that matter, probably this summer. Why I think that the Brits want to leave the Union? Well, the last year showed Britain isn't so keen on the EU anyways. Prime Minister Cameron keeps saying he wants Britain to stay in, but living here in London I got the feeling that Britain isn't satisfied with the way the Union works and fears that staying in means a loss of national sovereignty. Cameron says he needs reforms for Britain and one special request after the other surfaces. For example, he wants the right to restrict welfare entitlements for migrants arriving from other EU member states. For four years! Our welfare system, in a way it should be like a national club. 
It's made up of the contribution of hard-working British taxpayers. Millions of people doing the right thing, paying into the system, generation after generation. It cannot be right that migrants can turn up and claim full rights to this club straight away. So let's be clear what all these changes taken together will mean. EU migrants should have a job offer before they come here. UK taxpayers will not support them if they don't. And once they're in work, they won't get benefits or social housing from Britain unless they've been here for at least four years. As many problems as there currently are in the EU, I do not think that the other member states will cave in completely. How could they? It would be like a game of domino. One member starts and others will follow suit. The fact that the EU is aching under the current refugee crisis is of course not helping either. It seems to give yet another reason for Britain to say, we are better off outside this crumbling union. Let's rip the cord before we go down with it. That's why I believe that the British people will vote to leave, either this year or latest in 2017. Damn it, that's not a very pleasant outlook. Blimey, another dark and depressing one. Thanks, Kim, as always. Of course, why not check out our show on the foibles of the EU, produced by our very own Kim and Nihal. Anyway, has anyone got anything more positive to say? Please? Ula? Maybe? Hi, John. So besides doing this podcast, I spend most of my time worrying about robots. And not just the killer robots will come to kill us all, but also worker robots. You know, the ones who'll take my job. And there has already been built robots who can do a lot of the stuff that journalists do. And I'm predicting that 2016 will be the year where New York Times, the big American newspaper, hires its first robo-journalist. And that Planet Mundus will have to follow suit to remain competitive. I hope I'm wrong. Boy, I hope you're wrong too, Ola. But don't worry, mate, I doubt the robot has the flair and charisma of the Planet Mundus team. Yeah. Right, Daff, you're up next. I believe predicting something about North Korea? One of my memorable highlights from 2015 was Kim Jong-un's hand-picked girl band. Maronbong, they were called. But boy, can they bring the heat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it bad I quite like them? I feel like they'd do well on Eurovision. Anyhow, what's our favourite Hermit Kingdom saying in 2016, Daph? Hey John. So far, 2016 hasn't started off with a bang, thankfully, despite the alleged hydrogen bomb testing by North Korea on January 6th. Some information was leaked by a US official on January 29th about the test, saying that there may have been a partial, failed test of some type of parts associated with a hydrogen bomb. What we may see this year is continued testing by North Korea, as tensions keep rising between the Koreas. Will Kim Jong-un finally have the capabilities to arm long-range ballistic missiles and fire them off? Probably not. But hopefully I won't be eating my words in a nuclear fallout shelter by the end of 2016. Here's hoping, Dav. Though I guess if all his prediction comes true, at least we'll still have reliable and informative news, thanks to the NYT robot. Great. Well, thanks, guys. A lovely selection of predictions there. I'm sure you guys at home will agree. Let's hope that at least one might come true to ensure the credibility of our podcast, eh? 
Awake? What's that? I have to give my prediction too. Ah, man. I guess mine will always be doomed to failure. But here it is anyway. I predict that this year will be a tough one for the so-called BRICS, with the exception perhaps of India. Brazil and China are both experiencing their own economic problems, while Russia seemingly heads further to the brink with its GDP nearly 4% smaller than it was at the start of 2015. Alongside the sanctions, the record lows of oil prices and the general growing isolation of the Russian Federation, it seems that Mr Putin is almost certainly a corrupt megalomaniac. January, in fact, saw the first time that the US Treasury openly accused President Putin of corruption. Despite the Kremlin's tight controls on the media and opposition, I find it hard to believe that there won't be some attempt to trigger political change inside the country, particularly in the major cities. Having said that though, if Russia could possibly find some cheeky abundant resources under the North Pole that happens to stimulate an economic recovery, well who knows, I guess the status quo could be prolonged. Anyway, I hope you found those predictions interesting. Please stay tuned. Hey John, wait a minute. Don't you want to hear my prediction? Oh no. I got a bulletproof one that you can bet your ass on. Tis the night of November 8, 2016. The conclusion of the 58th United States presidential election is the tipping point in a rapidly escalating series of events. In the late evening hours, the American people jubilates in face of President-elect Donald J. Trump. Alas, while Trump humbly and tastefully celebrates his victory in front of the Trump Tower in Manhattan, Barack Hussein Obama sets into motion his evil plan. Finally revealing his secret radical Islamist identity, Abu Bakr al-Obama refuses to let go of power. He imposes Sharia law on the newly founded Islamist states of America and sends out his Mujahideen death squads to behead every good Christian from sea to shining sea. Bereft of the guns, proud Americans all over the countries die at the hands of the Islamo-Nazis. But do not fear. Supported by the incorruptible redneck militias from all over the states, fearless Donald J. Trump storms the White House in his heavily armed Hummer stretch limo. He ends the nightmare and lets Obama taste eight rounds of white-hot American freedom from his golden .44 Magnum Desert Eagle single-action pistol. God bless America. But anyway, that's just my two cents. A suitably bombast prediction from our correspondent Jan Willems for you there. The future really is a realm of limitless possibilities. And so we really do conclude this week's Planet Mundus short for you. And now lock away our predictions until the end of the year and see which, if any, have actually come true. Please feel free to share with us your own predictions of what might happen in 2016, wherever you may live in the world. And remember... Follow us and interact with us on Twitter, FaceyB, and at planetmunders.com. Oh, and of course you can find us on iTunes and your favourite podcast app. I'm John Anger, this is Planet Mundus, and we wish you a happy and trauma-free 2016. Goodbye.